and that's that's been good. So just keep praying that God would just open up those doors. Um, you know, a lot of times the guys they're set on just getting out, or they're still set on you know just you know coveting all these things. You know, like and sometimes yeah, you need you need to want the right things, but sometimes you know the most important thing is that you know God brought you here in my mind by no mistake you know that uh and when they come in contact with me i try to make sure to turn it to a spiritual thing and ask them if if uh you know they know they have a relationship with god and things like that and sometimes that can be kind of tricky because guys uh guys either shut down or they're open but at the end of the day i know that um you know you can't you can't know unless you try you know and uh Jesus said that my sheep hear my voice and they follow me and I give unto them eternal life and that when we try to give the word of God to people that his word will never return void to him. So even if it's just a seed being planted, just pray that God would continue to give uh, give boldness and uh, help me to be firm with the people I need to be firm with and uh, give grace to those who are just kind of going through a miserable time, you know. And uh, but with the street preaching too, it's been going very good. As far as um, yesterday, there was a, a lady that my brother was handing the track to, and he said that when he was trying to hand the track to her, that she was just zoned in on the preaching and that she wasn't even like aware that he was standing right there. And that he's like, "Hey," um, and then she turned her head and he gave her the track, and he said she just sat there and she read it for like 20 minutes. So that was a good testimony. And then after the preaching, when we were all wrapping up, a guy from UWM came up and he said, hey, I'm a, I just wanted to know if I could ask you guys a couple of questions. And uh, we were like, sure. And he said, I just became a believer within the last year. And I was, uh, I grew up in the church. And uh, I, God showed me that I was just trusting in my own goodness uh, and that, I wasn't actually saved, and that I was actually going to hell, but that he showed me what Jesus did for me. He said, but my question is, he said, I've been struggling with my assurance, and uh, he's like, so I wanted to just ask you guys, you know, why, you know, I don't want to read my Bible, and why I don't want to uh, pray, and things like that, and a lot of us, uh, me personally, I just encouraged them and told them, you know, the fact that you're concerned about that is a uh, is a good sign, and uh, as far as uh, as you're not reading your Bible as much as you should, I say you should join the club. Uh, we all, you know, we all fall short every day in our walk with the Lord in some way. So, and uh, he ended up walking away encouraged. He ended up exchanging numbers with all of us and actually texting us right afterwards, asking if he could pray for us. And I think uh, he also is gonna going to look to reconnect with us at some point. So I'm just glad that, you know, you always, uh, you're confident, I'm confident that God called me to be out there, but at the same time, it's nice to see uh, tokens, uh, tokens for good that God puts out there just to kind of reassure you sometimes, you know, so. Praise him for his blessings. Go ahead, Sister Charmone. And my mom is up here. 
Um, I know we spoke on it a little bit um, a couple weeks ago, but just again, just thanking God for the camps and the block party. Um, I'm still kind of coming off of a high on that just because of, I'm just so thankful to God that they happen. I'm very proud of Sweet Communion for making it happen. And um, I guess because I still see, well, up until last week, I still see the kids and I know I'm going to see a few of them um, later on. And just the excitement a lot of them had just from being here and the impact and, you know, working in community outreach and whatever else I'll do, you know, sometimes these kids just don't have positivity around them. They don't get the gospel. They don't see, they don't see godly women around them, godly men especially. Um, and so it was just a blessing. I know that week was a long week for a lot of us. Um, I know that people who could help helped and, you know, we had the prayers of others. But it was just a blessing to be a part of that. I, um, it was just, <laughs> I, I didn't think I was necessarily signed up to be one of the teachers, but it was totally fine because I had like the little, little girls and they just have so much spunk and they think they can do anything. And you want that to stay with them until they're our age and it's just a blessing. And then like we, someone mentioned last week, um, how many boys came and it was so, first of all, first of all, it was a lot of boys and then it, and this might be a little rebuke, but it was a lot of boys from the church that we don't always see on Sunday. <laughs> and so while it was a blessing to see them all week at camp, we got to get them all here on Sunday too. And so, because they, the way they interacted, they all got along for the most part and all played well and did well, but we want to keep encouraging their families to bring them here on Sunday morning and Sunday school because it's once a year is not enough. It's not enough. And the block party was amazing, and those families just, um, I think, like Shell says, one of the families was like, truth seekers, so we got to use truth seekers and whatever else, and just how we use ministry spotlight. There is a there is always a ministry for you to be a part of, and you you won't always get a pat on the back. Everybody won't say thank you, but that doesn't matter because we need everybody to have a role in whatever happens here at the church. But again, it was just a blessing to have those things go on and have that kind of testimony because you don't see a lot of churches do it that way. And they, and many churches probably do it for the right reason, but some do it just for some recognition and they don't build relationships and they don't build connections. And that's what we should strive to do is build those relationships and connections. And, and, you know, we may not always get to check in on those same families throughout the year, but they get excited if they find out about it again. And so um, just thank God for that experience this year. All right, Mom. The Lord for the opportunities that he gives us to share the gospel, especially on our jobs. And sometimes it comes around in unique ways. And I was thinking maybe about three weeks ago, one of the security guards was standing next to me. And I don't know, he was packing up somebody's stuff or whatever. And in the process of him doing that, he said Jesus' name like four times, not in a nice, he was like, Jesus and he did it like four times in a row. And the fourth time he did it, I looked at him and I said, stop saying that. That offends me. And it, it came out so fast, it was like, and, and, I, and, and he was like taken back by it because I had said, stop saying that. And then um, after he got done doing that, I went to him later in private and I said, I don't know how you feel about Jesus. 
I said, but he is my Lord and Savior. And when you say his name and you take it in vain like that, it's like sticking a dagger in my heart. So I don't know what you think about that, but I just want you to know where I'm coming from. And he was very apologetic and he was like, you know, I'm a Catholic too and da 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 and whatever. And I was like, what? And so, um, but he, 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 he just, it just shows you people have no real concept of who Jesus is. And if I was to take their name and stump it under my feet like that, how would they feel if I just took their name and used it in a derogatory way, you know, while I'm just doing something petty and just call out their name in, in that way? How would they feel? And, and, and it, it just, just how God gives you an opportunity to say, you know what? Yeah, that Christians can be offended too. And so we have a right to stand up and say, that's not right. I don't like what you just said. Um, and be nice about it. And in that process, you get to share with them how important Jesus is to you, you know, and why you are offended about that. And so I just thought that God gave me the opportunity in a unique way by it bothering me and me being able to talk to him about that. Amen. Who else wants to give testimony? Brother Chris, Brother Lawrence. Coming from the video room, amen. Um, I, that, um, as you said, to thank God for the apartment. It's a wonderful place, and um, that was the one I walked by and was asking if that would could be available, and uh, by his grace, it opened up. Um, so, yeah, God will do everything um, to you if you're willing or to help you um, and a lot of this path is you know a lot of enduring if, if you know we're staying in step but uh, there's just so many countless miracles I, I can't think of enough with health healing and um, and in the pantry this last week someone was randomly asking for walnuts and pine nuts and I said well wait on God he's He's going to come through, and those two random things came through. So, um, and I, you know, sometimes he doesn't do it right away to, you know, not have us, to, to test us with things. But just know God's for you, so never give up. Amen. Brother Lawrence? All right, I got to thank God for something to happen today at work. I was standing by one of the the men that I bring on Sunday mornings. And he was talking to me just about some random stuff. And he said, you know, I saw your wife the other day. And she said hi to me. I said, oh, that's cool. She should. I mean, you come to our church, right? And he's like, no, no, you don't understand. She was the same here that she was there. And I said, yeah, that's, that's who she is. And he said, and then you, you're the same here as you are there. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's character, right? And he went, you don't understand. It's not a lot of people out here that are the same everywhere. And I was just very thankful for that, the testimony that God has allowed me to live out in front of people to see that through my life, they can see the consistency of God. So I just praise God for that opportunity. And then another thing that happened was um, I was sitting talking to another one of the guys that's on the program there, and we were just talking about random stuff again. 
and he just mentioned how much he has enjoyed coming to our church. And it just, it was unprompted. We weren't even talking about church. He was just like, you know, I really like going to Sweet Communion. You know, I enjoy the teaching. I enjoy the music. And he expressed, he's like, I hope that one day I can be part of the music ministry. And I said, well, let's, let's slow down and focus on what we're here for first. But it is good to see a desire to be involved and connected to people here because that tells me he feels welcomed here. So I just thank God for that. Amen. Amen. Who else wants to give a testimony? All right, go ahead, Brother John. I just want to thank the Lord for this church and it's amazing to think all the way back in 2017 I became a member <laughs> 2017. Yeah, and I'm just so thankful for being a part of this church and everything God has done in my life amen you know, I appreciate you sharing your testimony too, brother. Um, you an encouragement to us. And it just shows about how God changes lives. Amen? God can change lives. Um, I just want to go ahead, Heidi. And then... Okay. Brother, brother Cliff gave up. All right. Okay, <laughs> he said, that's too far, boy. I wanted to give one, but then... I saw something must have happened, and my son got in trouble, so then I didn't know if I should say anything. <laughs> I was in the nursery, but anyway, so I wanted to say the, um, thank the Lord for the birthdays that we had, and um, a lot of you are on Facebook, so I know I had so many posts this week because we got all these birthdays, but I promise we're done for a while. <laughs> but I want to praise the Lord so much for, um, for all the birthdays, for Jordan, for Anthony, for Brian, and, um, and I think of Brian, even as he's up there right now, I just keep thinking about what had happened not, you know, not even a year and a half ago, and so... Um, we were just thinking about diabetes again recently and just praising the Lord for how he's brought Brian through. Um, I want to thank the Lord for that. And then something that might seem kind of little to some, but I don't know, sometimes when I think about it, it's kind of big. But when I was a kid growing up, we never really stayed in one place. Like, we moved around a lot. So, like, every three or four years, we moved. And um, there was good things about that, and then there was hard things about that. But anyways, what I wanted to say is that for Anthony's birthday, he had his first sleepover. And so it was just cool because, and then we are going to have another one coming up soon with some other good friends. And it's just cool because you have, he has his cousins here. You know, we have them right here all the time. He's had these lifelong friendships that you have here. And I think they don't even know what a blessing that is to have family like that here and have um, people like family like the kinds too and just be so close with um, each other, that is just a huge blessing that the kids don't even know right now, but when they get older, they will. And even for me, being here at Speak Community, this is the longest place I've ever lived in my whole life. And so to have like Michelle and Chantel and um, the girls that, as, and Charmone and then Patty added on later on, now we've been friends so many years, it's like, it's just a huge blessing in my life. And so I just want to thank the Lord for that. Amen. Amen. Go ahead. Uh, Brother Nick and then Sister Michelle. I just want to thank God for peace. Um, it was about a year ago, actually it was about a year to the date, I was going through another job change. Um, many, many 
big history of job changes, but was going through another job change and going back to a familiar place where I knew what the layout, but uh, a different role. And I remember sitting, talking to Chris, getting to know Chris um, about this time last year. And just with all the things that were going on, we had a new baby a month or two old and just trying to figure things out was, was praying with him and just asking him to help me beseech God for some, for some peace and for some balance just because it felt like things were so out of control and four kids, what are we going to do, and a new job and all these changes. And just thinking about it, like the last couple of testimony times we've had is like there's, there's nothing really big to report. There's nothing really huge to say. No amazing trial or some grand miraculous thing happening. But reflecting on that, it's, it's God working and God's brought me to a place where I can be even keeled and steady. And that's something that I've never been in my life. I'm not, I'm not antsy. I'm not anxious. I'm not looking for 18 new things to have to go off and chase or go off and do and accomplish. And I think there's a, I dare to say there might be a little maturity in that. <laughs> We're just kind of seeing things at, at a little bit more of a, a, um, a steady pace. But um, I just want to praise God for that. I know uh, in November, we went through, we finally went through our, our COVID thing and I got hit the worst out of the family. And something happened to me during that time. It, it really shook me to my core almost, I think, with the passing away of Brother Dwayne and um, um, uh, Brother Kenner, too, that that really kind of shook me at some levels that I'd never really had to face so close. And uh, it's, it's been an interesting journey. The first couple months of that, um, it, was, it was very strange and I almost felt like I, I lost a part of myself and wasn't really who I, who I thought I had been. Um, but I think that kind of builds into that same part of what God has taken away some parts of me to build back new things and help me come back to a different level. And um, one of the, the weird parts of that, and even now I'm just speaking, is my, my speech, my ability to communicate with others, it's, it's been weird for a couple months. So uh, if I just ask kind of in the same token, if you just kind of pray for me on that, because part of it feels like maybe some, some part of that growth stage is just to sit back and listen again and not drift off into the shadows, but really, you know, just kind of be quiet and not have to say a whole lot. But there's another part of me that knows that as you get older and you learn things that you need to be a speaker, and that was something that I had been kind of working on. Um, so just just pray for me in that, that, uh, that God will reconnect me there and, uh, I'd be a little more comfortable in that and, and exercise that gift a little more. Um, that's all. Amen. Um, I've just been reflecting. I started homeschooling with the kids again today, and I was just thinking about how thankful I am for um, how God works in our personal lives. Um, I don't know how many of you know this, but I was not going to have kids, and I definitely was not going to stay at home with them and homeschool. I was on the partner track at, a, at one of the top consulting firms in the world, and I was determined to accomplish that. And then I got pregnant with Malachi, and um, then I was on the road three out of five weeks, like out of the house completely, um, after Jada was born. And Jeremy's like, I did not sign up to be a single father. And so I ended up leaving that job. And then, long story short, 
um, I'm now homeschooling the kids and predominantly at home, like almost completely gave up my career. And that was a very frightening thing for me, um, thinking about it 16 years ago. But I just thank God how he worked through that and um, how Jeremy has stepped up and worked very hard and works a very um, taxing job and comes home and works his second job with the comic book and his art skills and seeing how God is using that and how God um, worked in him to step up to take that role and how by me stepping back, it allowed him also to step in his role that he was supposed to be in and how it has just um, made our home hopefully a little bit more balanced and um, hopefully the kids can see that testimony too and and I'm very thankful for them. I can't imagine not having them at all and how motherhood has given me a more fulfilling life than I ever knew was possible and how God changed my heart um, to want that and to be in that role and um, be content where I'm at. Amen. Amen. Go ahead, Brother Cliff. It amazes me uh, in this ministry and I was just listening to Michelle talk, and I remember, it seemed, you know, time flies. You look around, and it's, Brian is talking about he's 39 years old. I'm like, what? <laughs> and, you know, I'm, I'm sitting here watching all the kids. Heidi used to come to my house on Sundays from Maranatha to study. Um, and Michelle, I remember... Jeremy got up and he was announcing. I was like, oh, God, what's he? <laughs> I'm like, oh, 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 he's finna announce something crazy, you know. He's, he got up, you know, Jeremy, he got up in front of the church and said, I'm just in love with this girl named Michelle. <laughs> and I was like, because I thought he was. <laughs> but you see, the, you see the children, and AJ is eight years old, and Malachi is what, 10? Or. And I'm like, man, and here I am. I can't. Everybody says, Cliff, you don't look 75. I'm like, let me tell you something. I might not look it, <laughs> but I show feeling. <laughs> my right shoulder is falling off. And, you know, so, but it's, uh, it's all a testament to God to see the work that he's done in this ministry. And when I look around and think about Nick, Nick's been here how many years? 16. I remember Nick was running around trying to find a wife, you know. <laughs> he, was, he finally found Patty, you know. And, and then everybody's got all these kids and they're growing up and they're smart and they love the Lord. That's amazing to me from somebody sitting back because, you know, you see these churches where everybody's old. You know, when that, once the last person died, ain't going to be no more church. <laughs> And uh, that's not happening here, so it's a blessing, you know. And I think about the growth. It's not. It might not be numerical. It might not be numbers-wise, but it's 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 so much spiritual maturity here. From Brian, he's an elder now, and Jeremy. Jeremy's always been an amazing teacher to me. Uh, and then you know, Pastor and Donna. So it's a it's a blessing to be a part of this ministry. And then you see, you know, you got Joel and. Uh, Chris and Jonathan. 
Jonathan's been here five years already. <laughs> it's just amazing. And so God is really good. Um, and uh, so, you know, we've lost some, some prayer. We've lost some warriors. Uh, but the replacements are, are here. So it's an amazing uh, to be a part of this ministry. I know people love the Lord here. And I remember people talking about, yeah, if so-and-so leave, they're going to have to close the door because they're not going to be able to. But God has been faithful to this ministry because the people here have been faithful. So uh, it, it's, a, it's a blessing to be a part of it. Amen. Sister Sharmoon, again. I'm sorry. Okay, I did think of something else. I wanted to say it earlier, but I couldn't remember what it was. But um, so I was kind of just something that Heidi mentioned prompt my memory. But um, I put it on Facebook, which I try not to share a whole lot as much as I used to. But I was just thinking like 10 years ago on your birthday um, that I was held up at gunpoint. And I know sometimes things happen in our lives that no one else is going to recall like that or you know it's kind of like yeah that happened and you move on in life and you you know go move forward but i i always just i just my life just like anybody else like you have moments in your life that makes you just very thankful for where you at today and um i was just thanking god for that because i was thanking god i was thinking god of, for brian because i was like his birthday was yesterday and something was like something happened at the same time like a few years ago and I was like oh yeah and I just remember I didn't want to take that day from you because I literally was at work it happened showed up to your birthday dinner and didn't say a word <laughs> and um I think I busted out in tears afterwards but I I was just thanking God because um just I was thinking about my mom and my parent my dad and, and Lawrence and just where I'm at today and how he has a purpose for me he has a purpose for all of us and I just I guess I was overwhelmed by just people <laughs> I didn't expect most people was like I'm glad you're here and I was like oh <laughs> thank you it's like all glory to God because all I thought was there was somebody else that thought they had my life in their hand and they didn't and God sent his angels of protection and I'm still here today to do whatever he wants me to do and tomorrow's not promised you know we go day to day and we make plans I mean I'm excited to be 35 years this year but I might not see 35 but I'm glad I saw as far as up to this point so I just want to thank God for that amen amen well you know I want to thank the Lord um the last few weeks I've got to meet with a few different pastors and just I thank God for the ministry that we have here, um, and I thank God for my father and the work that the Lord is doing with him and for the ministry that he has been teaching me, the lessons he's been teaching me. And I thank God because, you know, what Brother Lawrence said is so true. It is hard to find people that are consistent. And the reason it's hard to find people consistent is because there's not a lot of people, pastors included, that are honest and true to themselves. And, you know, you just come to find out that some people are just smarter and more complex about thinking around the truth. They just think in these little weird mazes. And, um, you know, it was just weird because, you know, the other day I had a conversation with a guy 
you know, I think I, we had like a two-hour conversation. And if I was talking to Jeremy or Dad, I could have got the same information out of them in five minutes. And it was just one of those things that when you're talking to a person, um, they lacked the credibility and realness to be able to address what I was trying to raise. And, um, and I thank God because, you know, in this ministry here, we have a ministry where we're able to be challenged and challenging each other. I thank God for that. You know, I thank God um, for my father, for um, him bringing the ministry and just, you know, different challenges and discussions and debates and conversations we've had over the years. Those things build us. And the struggles that we have had together and sometimes against each other, it builds us in the will of the Lord so that we understand more truths. And when you get done with the struggle and you're honest about the struggle, sometimes you're on the wrong side, sometimes you're on the right side, but you said it the wrong way, etc. You learn something that the Lord is teaching you about his will if you're honest enough to see it. And I thank God that I've learned a lot because I've been around honest people. Now, you can learn the other way, too. And I've seen brothers that I'm scared to say in 20 years, you won't be able to talk to them and get anything out of them in a two-hour conversation because they've learned the way of deception. And some of these people are being in churches, and some of them are leading churches. They are out there today, and they think being indirect or they think not saying the truth is an art form. It's just hard to address somebody like that because they build a house around themselves that protects them from the truth. And so I just thank God because when you go up to the pastor or you go up to myself or you go up to Brother Lawrence or Brother Cliff or Brother Andy, you're not seeing somebody that is faking with you. I thank God for that. I thank God for all you guys in here who honestly pray um, and honestly read your word and come to church. I thank God for you guys. I thank God for you guys who share your testimony. I thank God that you speak the way that you do, the same way that you speak when you're not giving a testimony. Now, of course, we're speaking in public, so maybe we're going to clean up some of the stuff we say, but it's not fake, is my point. It's not fake. It's not you just became super you, right? You are still yourself. And I just thank God for that. I thank God, you know, we talk, you know, and Brother Jonathan give us testimony. That's how Brother Jonathan is. That's how Brother Chris is, right? That's how he talks. That's how he is. Thank God. Brother Joel, that's how you are. Brother Nick, that's how you are. Everybody who has testified, they've been true to who they are. And I thank God for that. You know, and it's just, it's, I just can't express it enough to you guys how good it is to speak to somebody and look in their eyes and tell, I'm not hearing a story. Now, at my job, I've had to call out several people over the last few weeks for lying. I've had to call people out, and people are very mad when you call them out for lying. They get very angry, and the thing I always say to them is, why are you angry? You're the one that lied. I caught you dead to rights. And they get mad because... You know how I am. When I catch you and you try to wriggle out, no, no, no. I'm a wrestler by trade. I squeeze you tighter. You keep on struggling. I'm going to choke you out. And the whole thing about it is 
I catch these people in these lies, and I don't let them wriggle out. And the people in the office, they be looking like, whoa, bro, you got them in a box. Let them out. No. He lied. But I've learned that from my mother and my grandmother who are not liars. If they make a mistake, they'll just tell you, yep, I messed up. All right, what are we going to do to fix it? <laughs> that's, that's Grandma Holt. That's my mom, right? I was just praising God for my mom. Somebody was just saying, oh, your mom, man, she just tell it like it is. And I was looking at them like, I wish you did. I wish you did. At least you know where you stand with her. And I thank God for you, Mom. I thank God I'm able to see 39 years. You know, I was, what was, man, I was 37 when I was in the hospital. Thank God that I made it out of there. Thank God for my kids. You know, my wife said it's going to be a while for another birthday, but actually just five more weeks till Wesley. Praise God for them. You know, we had Jordy last week. We had AJ two days ago. We had myself, and then we're going to have Wesley in five weeks. Of course, we had Ethan quite a few months ago, so he felt a little left out. But praise God for all of that, you know, that little bitty period of time. Praise God, and I praise God for you guys. So with that, let's do this. Let's just um, stand up together, and let's just have a common prayer. Um, what we'll do is we'll just pray for the group, and we'll just have... Um, Let's just do this. Let's just have my mom will pray, and then I'll pray, and then my dad will close us out. How about that? Okay? So my mom will pray, and then I'll pray, and then dad will close us out. Heavenly Father, we come to you with a humble heart, just thanking you for being our Father, our Savior, our rock, our salvation. And we just praise you, Lord, because we just want to, Always give thanks for all the wonderful blessings you've given to us, Lord, and allowing us to be part of your heavenly family and calling us by name and choosing us, Lord. We come to you today, Lord, just lifting up prayer requests and thank you for those who gave praise tonight and just those who lift up your name and just wanted to um, share in testifying about what has happened in their life that um, gives you glory or the challenge that they had that you helped them overcome. And we thank you for that, Lord. I just come to you tonight just asking my mom asked for prayer tonight in regards to her health. She was not feeling well tonight and called and asked for us to pray for her. She also asked for um, prayer for my nephew, Chris, um, and his struggles with his weight, Lord, and wanted us to sp specifically lift him up because that's a real issue for um, him. And um, my brother also asked if we could pray for him tonight. So, Lord, I just pray for Chris, Lord, and you know that he is having some real struggles with eating and his weight and those things and that is um that can be very discouraging but I would help pray that you would help him to find the discipline to be able to overcome uh, what is going on in his health and that he will be able to lose weight and that he'll better feel better and be able to meet those challenges we pray Lord for sweet communion we are so thankful for sweet communion and the work you've done here and the work you're going to do and all that you have done through camp and uh, through your ministry of your word on Sunday and through your ministry of your word in Sunday school and through truth seekers and just all the many ministries that we have in the um, garden harvest that's coming up and to be such a small group we do so many things Lord and the people are faithful and so we just praise you and thank you for your faithfulness and that we just want to be a testimony to you throughout our days whether we're at our jobs whether we're at our home whether we're at a, a mother or we're um, at our jobs, Lord, it doesn't matter. Help us to be a light 
to those in darkness, that we will never forget that that is our purpose and our goal is to share the gospel with the lost. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Dear Lord, we thank you, Lord, for your truth. Lord, we thank you for this body, Lord. We thank you for your Holy Spirit filling those who testified today, Lord. You know that we will carry with us some testimony that we heard today that will keep encouraging us throughout the week, Lord. So we thank you for those who had the um, the courage to testify. In your name we pray. Amen. We thank you, Father, for this time uh, of prayer, uh, this time to hear praises that go up to you, hearts that are just thankful for the blessings that you've provided. We thank you, Lord, for each other as you have, you would have us play an important role um, in each other's lives. And that's what church is about. It's about worshiping you, but it's about the fellowship of each other that draws us close to you. Each of the testimonies that was heard, um, that was given today, um, as we reflect on it throughout this week, uh, we give praise to you and thank you for how you're working in so many people's lives. Um, it just um, helps us to see how great you are and how personal you are that you work in individual lives. I thank you for the many blessings that you've given me, um, just to be able to uh, be a husband, to be a father, to be a grandfather, um, and to be a pastor, and to have relationships in the fellowship that I enjoy. Uh, I pray that my life would bring glory to you um, in all that I do, that might be a testimony um, um, all of my days. I uh, pray that I would serve you faithfully. Um, so, Lord, I pray that we as individuals would endeavor to, to serve you uh, with all that we have and with all that we are. We ask your blessings for strength, encouragement as we leave this place. Protect us, watch over us, and uh, keep us strong in the faith and trusting in you. We pray this now in Jesus' name. Amen.